You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 104, the solo series. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to She Runs the Show, episode number 104. A little update. I'm going to start blogging again at sherunstheshow.com. I don't know if a lot of you know that sherunstheshow.com is a blog. It is a site, and I have not updated that baby in a long time. So over the next week or so, you are going to see new blog posts from She Runs the Show. And over the next couple of months, I will completely revamp the site. But for right now, there's a lot that's got to be talked about. And um, the podcast is beautiful, but I want to be able to write all of these things that I want to get out there in terms of being a woman entrepreneur who can have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And it is not an easy harmony to do. I'm not going to use balance because I think balance is a total piece of you know what, Um, but it can be done. It can be done. And I think that's the lesson of me at She Runs the Show, of you listening to this podcast. You know to the core of your being that there is a way for you to have both. There is a way for you to have a massively successful business that thrives. And there's also a way for you to have relationships that rock literally that, you know, friendships and, and, you know, romantic relationships and relationships with your children that rock. And we all struggle with that. We all deal with that. We're all trying to figure it out. But when you come from this knowing that it's possible then the question really isn't, can I have it? It's, what's the way to that? And how do I get that in my way? Not somebody else's way, but my way. So needless to say, the whole update is that SheRunsTheShow.com will have new blog posts before you know it. So be sure to go there. I'm also going to start to house links to upcoming show note episodes beginning in February at SheRunsTheShow.com. So there are not show notes right now for these episodes. I'm going to be bringing in some interns by the spring to help me with getting show notes up and running. But in the meantime, you will find new blog posts and you will find new uh, show notes in a few months at SheRunsTheShow.com. So be sure to follow that WordPress blog, SheRunsTheShow.com. Okay. This episode, I, I already want to say drop the mic. It, again, when, when episodes come to me through inspiration, I, there's nothing I can do but record them really. Cause it doesn't even come. It's not even my words. It just comes to me and it's like, you need to say this and I go say it. And then it's like, drop the mic. So, uh, today's episode, I want to ask a very important question. It's a question that I don't know that any entrepreneur, male, female, I don't know that we don't at some point ask this question of ourselves, but especially at the beginning of the year, when motivation is high, when focus is probably at the highest it's going to be throughout the year, when you are feeling optimistic and hopeful and and you are driven to make this year different than any year before it, there's a very important question that I don't think we ask till mid-year, till things start not being as motivating. But this is an important question to ask at the beginning of the year. And here is the question. Were you put here to fail? Because in today's episode, we're going to, we're going to just we're going to call out the elephant in the room. We're going to talk about failure. And by the end of this episode, we're going to get down to the the business of, you know, what you really believe about your success as an entrepreneur. 
By the end of this episode, we're going to talk about how do you shift from wishing to knowing, from wishing you had a certain kind of business, you were at a certain level, to knowing that you can do that. We're going to also, by the end of today's episode, really talk about what it takes to go from good to great. So we're going to do all of those things in today's episode. And here's what I'm going to say. This is going to be a get it together talk for both myself and for you. And just understand, truth is going to be dropped today in this episode. And it may not feel good in the moment, but really get with the truth of what you're hearing and feeling as you listen to this episode. Let us begin. Were you put here to fail? Because you know, oftentimes we don't think about failure until it's, until we perceive that it's happening to us. And then once failure really sets in, once setbacks come in, once obstacles come in, we get down about it and we start to go, well, is this really meant for me? Am I really a business owner? Is it, you know, why is this not working? Why is this happening to me? We get into all of these other kinds of things. And here's what I want to, I want to start with. So the question is, were you put here to fail? And only you can answer that question, by the way. Only you can answer that question for yourself. Nobody, I don't care who your business coach is. I don't care who, what your family is saying, what your partners, only you can answer this question. Were you put here to fail? But here's the thing I want you to understand. A lot of us define failure by our results, by our lack of initiative, by our lack of consistency. And the reality is, is number one, you got to have a very clear belief about failure. So if you make failure final, if you make failure personal, if you make failure permanent, yeah, you're done because A, you're going to fail at some point and you're probably going to fail a lot, especially if this is your first business, probably if it's your third business. So failure is going to be a part of this process. So if you make failure mean, um, I'm a personal failure, this is a permanent failure, this is my pattern, this is just how my life goes, guess what? Your business results won't be good because your beliefs about failure are not good. So A, before we even get to, to talking about this question of where you put here to fail, really look at your beliefs about failure because if failure is not a good thing in your mind, it will not have a great impact in your business. So let's just, let's just, first of all, get clear in what you believe about failure because that will tell you a lot about how you handle failure and whether or not you actually work through failure and get to success. So first thing, your belief about failure. Here's the second thing. And this is a really important thing to understand. You will never be consistent on goals you don't truly believe are possible for you. That doesn't sound profound, but let me say it again. You will never be consistent on goals you don't truly believe are possible for you. Can we just break it down? You're going to experience a lot of failure until you accept your achievement of the goals that you desire as inevitable. Until you get to a belief space where you say, I not only do I know that these business goals I have are possible, I know that 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 I am the one. I am, I am the one who can do this. Till you believe that, like really believe that in the core of your being, you're never going to be consistent on delivering those goals 
Because at the end of the day, if you believe, I mean, if you talk a good game and you say that, yeah, I want this and I want that and I want this, but you don't actually believe you can follow through, you don't really believe that it's possible for you, you you require evidence from yourself that you can do it, you need proof, you need validation, you need all these external things that you can't possibly give to yourself because you've never started a business before, so your history won't back it up, or you've never consistently stayed with a business before, so your history won't prove you right. If you don't have self-belief that these goals, these business dreams were meant for you and have to be done by you because this is for you, you're never going to be consistent on delivering the action. So first thing, when we say, were you put here to fail? Keep in mind, A, it's about what you believe about failure and how you define failure, and B, you will never be consistent on goals you don't truly believe are possible for you. Here's the thing. If you want to know what you really believe, like what you really believe about failure and especially about failure in your business and about your ability to succeed in your business, here's, here's how you get to know what you really believe. Look at your life. Look, look at the results you've been getting for the last year, five years. 10 years. Look at where you've stopped in your business before. Look at the stumbling blocks that came up last year that if you really think about it, probably have come up the last 10 years in your business. Really pay attention to your patterns because here's the thing about what you really believe. It always shows up in your life. Your results will tell you what you really believe about your business. And here's the thing. Once you get super clear on the fact that A, you get what you expect. B, you get what you're willing to receive. C, you get the outcomes you can clearly see in your mind's eye. And D, you get the results that you work diligently and persistently for. You know exactly why you're getting the business results you're getting. Because here's the thing. You get what you expect. What you really expect. Not what you tell people you expect. Not what you post on Facebook and Instagram that you expect. You get what you expect. If you expect this building a business thing to be hard, tell you what, it's going to feel like pushing a boulder uphill every single day. If you believe that building this business is going to be challenging and you're going to have rough spots, but you're going to find a way to get through every single one of them, you're going to enjoy the process. Even when it's hard, you're going to feel like this is an amazing journey. I can just feel it like I'm building muscles. It's going to feel that way. You know why? Because you get what you expect. Here's the other thing. You get what you are willing to receive. You will get as much help in your business as you're willing to receive. You know why? Because when you're willing to receive, you're also willing to ask for support. But if you aren't willing to receive support, guess what? You won't be asking for it. So you get what you're willing to receive. Here's the question. How willing are you to receive? Let me, let me put it to you this way. If you knew that you were going to receive over $50,000 in business tonight, how willing would you be to receive that? Or would you, is your first thought when I say 50000 in business tonight, oh, I couldn't do that, or what would they want from me, or it would be so hard, or, you know, what if they changed their mind? See, every single thing that your inner, inner critic is saying when I mention that $50,000 in one night Boom, speaks to your level of receptivity. You get what you're willing to receive. You wonder why your business isn't growing. You're not willing to receive the growth. Hate to tell you, I know a lot of people are going to be like, that's not true. That's Listen, your life, your results, 
prove to you what you actually really believe. So you get what you expect. You get what you're willing to receive. Listen, you get the outcomes you can clearly see. I love Dr. Norman Vincent Peale's book, The Book of uh, The Power of Positive Thinking. In the book, he talks about they were doing a, um, they were creating guiding posts, which still exist today, by the way. And they had, I think, had a fire in the building and they were like, we're going to close it. There's no way we can produce this. And a woman came into their meeting and she said, listen, she said, can you see the results you want? How, how many people do you need subscribing? Can you close your eyes? And can you see and feel and taste? And like, if you closed your eyes and thought and saw the result that you want, can you experience it in the now? Can you visualize it and feel it? See, you get the outcomes you can clearly see in your mind's eye. If you can't clearly see it in your mind's eye, you don't have the ability in this moment to produce it in your life. So let me ask you a question. How often during the day do you close your eyes and you visualize the result that you want in your business? And how hard is it for you to do that? Because I'll tell you what, if it is painfully challenging for you to close your eyes and just see it, feel it, taste it, touch it, guess what? You know where you are in your business and you know why you're there. You have to be able to clearly see in your mind's eye the outcomes that you want. Cause you know what? You get the outcomes you can clearly see. That's why when you, when we see people who are massively successful in business and all you ever hear them saying is, I'm a winner. I win. That's what I do. This, this project's going to be massively successful. I'm going to take people to Mars. You know, you hear all that stuff and a lot of us go, man, that person's arrogant. They are crazy. How could they be so happy about something that's going to be so hard for them to do? And they aren't even, they haven't even started the journey. You know why? Their self-belief is intact. They can taste it, touch it, see it, close their eyes, feel it. That is what you need if you're going to bring those business goals to life. You get the outcomes you can clearly see in your mind's eye. Here's the other thing. You get the results you work diligently and persistently for. And I put that last on purpose because you can't work diligently and persistently for something that you, A, don't expect, B, aren't willing to receive, and C, can't clearly see in your mind's eye. But at the end of the day, it boils down to this. The minute I expect it, the second I'm willing to receive it, the moment that I can clearly see those outcome in my mind's eye, I can feel it, see it, taste it, touch it. Guess what? Now I'm on fire for working my butt off to get it. I work diligently and persistently for it. You know why? Because I know it's here. It's here. It's real. It's mine. It's nobody else's. I don't have to worry about time. I don't want to have to worry about competition. You know why? Because all I got to do at this moment when I am at my peak of self-belief is follow through with the fruition of it. That's it. So I love every minute of the hard work. I love every minute of the 10xing my my daily massive actions. You know why? Because it's inevitable that I'm going to get there because I believe in myself in that way. Boom, drop the mic. Now, how do you shift from wishing to knowing? This is a big thing. A lot of people ask, how do you shift from the wishing to the knowing? I wish I could, I could tell you that there's a certain way to do it. Here's the thing. There's internal work you've got to do and there's external work that you have to do in order to make that shift. The internal work is you got to decide to believe in yourself without proof. It's really simple. I didn't say it was easy. You you just have to say, I'm the bomb.com and I'm just going to accept that as being true. And I don't need any historical record of that. 
I don't need to have, you know, built and sold businesses for millions of dollars for the last 10 years. I could have no business for the last 10 years. I could have a failing business for the last 10 years. But right now in this moment, from here on out, I am committing to believe completely in myself without any proof. I'm just going to accept that I'm the bomb.com. I'm just going to accept that I'm a massively successful entrepreneur. And that's not pretending. That's not being delusional. But before anybody else can believe in you, including your clients and customers, you've got to believe in you. If you don't believe in you, why should anybody else? So the internal shift is just decide to believe in yourself without proof. And see every day when you're not getting the proof as an opportunity to enforce that belief. Every day that you're not hitting your goals, every day that you're not making it happen, this is the moment where you go, hey, I said I was going to believe in myself without proof. Well, today's another day where I didn't get proof. What do I believe today? Decide to believe in yourself without proof. And then you have to accept the achievements that you want as fact right now. Listen, nothing we ever create existed in tangible form before we believed that it was possible to do so and had faith that it would happen that way, including babies. I'm just saying, like, before you ever had a baby, you had to have some level of believing that A, it was possible, B, you could do it, C, you'd find a way. I mean, and even a whole pregnancy, you never see a baby a whole pregnancy. They're like this little speck, and then like this little ball, and then before you know it, they're this little, like, weird looking thing that's jumping around in in your belly. You don't see a baby for 40 weeks, but you believe that baby's there. You know what they're going to look like when they come out before they do. You can visualize it and close your eyes. Same thing with a business. Your business is your baby, mind you. So the conception process, you have to accept that it is fact that you can conceive this business. Gestation process, you have to accept that it's fact that your business is gestating and growing and it's going to be delivered. All of those require faith. So accept the achievements you want as fact right now. Here's the next thing. So we've just done the internal work. Decide to believe in yourself without proof and accept the achievements you want as fact right now. Let's talk about the external work. Once you do those two things, and again, that's daily work, you're going to deal with self-doubt and the inner critic on a daily basis. You just do what Brene Brown says and and brave the wilderness and do it anyway. Then you got to do the external work. Here's what the external work looks like as you're doing the internal work on a daily basis. Write your yearly yearly goals down. What is going on that I'm like, words are just messing up for me today. (laughs) Write your yearly goals down and read them out loud daily. This is a practice. It is a habit. It is a ritual. It's a commitment. Write those yearly goals down every single day and read them out daily to yourself. Why? It reinforces what you are committing to believe. It reminds you what your focus needs to be. It checks you on when you're taking actions that are really shiny object syndrome and not actually what you should be focusing on. Write those goals down in your own handwriting and read them out loud daily. Then another external thing you do to go from wishing to knowing. Design your daily schedule to reflect massive action on each of those goals daily. Um, You control your day. No excuses on what you're doing, when you're doing it, how you're doing it. You control your day. So if you're letting your day control you, that's your choice. But you need to design your daily schedule so that it reflects the massive actions that need to happen on each of those goals every single day. And in my Focus Mindset Formula course, I teach you how to do that. I teach you what you're supposed to be writing down and how to write it down 
so that your daily schedule and how to look at your schedule critically and really assess, am I, am I really taking massive action on those dreams that I say are most important to me? So design your daily schedule to reflect the massive action on each of those goals daily. And then how do you shift from wishing to knowing on an external basis? Accept the results as being true already. I can't speak enough. Until you accept that those results are going to happen for you, you will never work hard enough to make them happen. You won't. And here's the thing. Once you accept that as true, so you say to yourself, okay, I know I can do this. I don't need proof. And I accept that these achievements, these results are already in existence. I'm just following through on the fruition of them. Then you've got to work harder than you're willing to for longer than you're willing to. Like lots of us set goals and dates and all of that. That's fun. But what happens when the date comes and goes? Are you still grinding? Are you still working? Are you still as committed? Are you still as consistent? You've got to be willing to work harder day in and day out than you're willing to for longer than you're willing to. And here's the thing. Last point on shifting from wishing to knowing. Nothing will kill the knowing faster than you talking about the goals, but not living them. If you want to shift from wishing to knowing, don't talk about the goals, live them. Don't, don't philosophize and, 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 you know, share with the world on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. This is what I plan to do. And this is what I'm going to do. Listen, you are wasting energy sharing your vision with folks who can't see. And honestly, on social media, people probably don't care that much what you're trying to do. They care more about seeing the results and seeing you live the results than they do about you talking about them. Stop talking about the goals. Live them. Because you know what? Here, at the end of the day, once you're living them, people will know. You won't even have to say it. They'll be like, what? Yeah. Forget about declaring stuff. Declare it to yourself every single day out loud by writing those goals down and reading them. And hustle. Work. Do the work. I was thinking of a Britney Spears song that I saw on New Year's Eve, but I won't even say that. Just work. Now, last thing, what does it take to go from good to great? I'm just going to break it down. There is a quote, and I forgot who said it, but it's something like this. Expect more from yourself than anybody could ever expect from you. Rule number one, expect more from yourself. Every single day, expect more. And this is not a judgmental, uh, mommy dearest, I'm going to be really harsh with myself kind of thing. No, I'm capable. I'm limitless. I'm eternal. I can do this. I've got this. Expect more from yourself than anybody else is going to expect from you. Drop the mic. Second thing you can do to go from good to great. Stop holding yourself back. Kind of connected to number one, because if you think about it, if I don't expect more from myself every single day, if I'm not saying, let me push myself, let me, you know, let's see what I can do. Then you're kind of, so let me, let me back up for a second. Nobody's neutral, including you. Nobody's neutral. There is no, I just want to stay where I'm at. The moment you decide, I'm just going to stay where I'm at, you're actually slipping. So nobody, there is no neutral for limitless beings like ourselves. There is only, I'm getting better, I'm getting worse. That's it. There's no neutral. So when you recognize that there's no neutral, you realize that either I am upping my game every day, and I'm making myself stronger, better, wiser, more loving, more nurturing, or... I'm trying to stay where I'm at in the safe zone and I'm actually slipping moment by moment and I don't even know that I'm slipping. So stop holding yourself back. Go full throttle. Be all of you. You know, I tell other people, I've met me. 
I am not a middle of the road kind of woman. I really am not. I am not a, you know, um, yeah, let's go with the flow. Everything will sort of be okay. I'm just going to kind of, you know, toe the line. I don't do that. I'm zero 100, zero 100. That's it. This is me. Now I spent quite a few years early on fighting that and trying to be like, let's be balanced. I'm not balanced. I have seasons where I'm all in on certain things and seasons where I'm all in on other things. That is me. The moment you've met you and you embrace you, you stop holding yourself back. You know why? Because you leverage the best of you and you manage the rest of you. You know, leverage the best of you, manage the rest of you. But you operate in your string zone because you've met you and you're no longer holding yourself back. Here's the other thing. You want to go from good to great? Go all in. That's part of knowing you, yourself. When I've met me, I know how to go all in because I know my zero 100-ness knows how to go all in in the zero 100 way that she does. So go all in. Reminds me of my Peloton. My favorite, my favorite teacher in Peloton is Robin. I don't remember her last name just yet, but I'll get it. Robin is my favorite spin teacher. I need to get her on this podcast. She's a lawyer and she's a spin teacher to me. She's a celebrity because that's the only Peloton class I really do. And she, when I tell you I do a Robin class and I just, I'm feeling myself. I'm just, I just, I'm on fire because she spends that 45 minute ride reminding you, fix your crown, do your thing, be you, swagger. There comes a moment where you got to just go all in with all of you. And until you do that consistently, you're not going to see results in your business, period. So to go from good to great, expect more from yourself, which means stop holding yourself back. Go all in. Here are the last two things. Do the work and 10x what you're doing. Do the work. I love people who think that they're going to get paid for ideas. I love that. I don't know. I can't tell you how many people have told me over the years. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to get paid for my ideas. I just want to, you know, like think about them and then go in a meeting and tell everybody about my idea. Listen, I've been a screenwriter pitching in Hollywood before. You're not getting paid for your ideas. You're getting paid for the scripts that are written, done, ready to go, and are awesome and excellent and open to feedback, criticism, and complete change before the movie is greenlit. Okay? So ideas are worth nothing if you cannot execute them. Let's just be very clear. Now, you could give somebody your idea, and they could be 100% awesome at execution, and then take your idea, run with it, and make millions of dollars, but your idea was worth nothing. So at the end of the day, if you want to go from good to great, you got to do the work, and you got to 10x what you're doing. And lots of people, listen, I have these moments in my mind where I'm like, I have no time to breathe. How am I going to... Like, I'm doing the best I can with the hours I have in the day. So is Beyonce. So is Oprah. So is Warren Buffett. So is Donald Trump. I'm just saying... Everybody's got the same 24 hours. So maybe it's time to look at your schedule and really ask yourself the question, am I doing the work? Because your priorities are revealed by how you spend your time. And if you track yourself for seven days, I guarantee you, you will know exactly what is important to you and what is not. And if you say it's your business, listen, I'm going to say something really unpopular. Guess what? Your business becomes your baby. Other things go to the wayside just saying. And if that's not the most important thing, then own that and live that and be okay with the results that you get. But if you have a brand new business, which is a brand new baby, it's going to acquire a lot more time from you than a business that has been around and has been successful for 15 years. Different investment, different time requirements. So to go from good to great, do the work, 10x what you're doing. No more excuses. No more, I don't have enough time. We've all got the same number of hours. Now, 
Let me just say this before we're done with this episode. I'm not saying sleep two hours a night. I would never say that to somebody. You may not, that may not be how your body works. But if you are sleeping eight hours a night, I'm just going to break it down for you. You better be working your butt off using every single moment you've got during the day and intensely focused, intensely concentrated. You really know what your 80-20 is in your business and you are working that 80 by the 20 that is making that 80. So if you don't have clarity, if you don't have focus, if you don't have purpose and you sleep eight hours a night, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have issues in, in developing your business. It's not that it can't be done. But let me tell you what, somebody who's sleeping eight hours a night better be way clear and focused on what they need to do every single day versus somebody who's only sleeping three and has many more hours to kind of figure stuff out. And even then, the person who's sleeping three, who's getting, who's clear, focused, knows they're 80-20, yeah, they're probably getting more done. It, it just is what it is. But at the end of the day, whatever your 10x is, you need to be 10xing it every single day including Sundays. hate to tell you. You know, God rested on the seventh day. Yes, he did. But if you're not hustling in six days, like he created the world in six days, then I don't really think you get that seventh day off. You want it off? There's a way to have it off, but you better be hustling. Look, he created a, a universe in six days. What are you doing in six days if you want the seventh day to be Sabbath? Just saying. So again, Here's the question I want you to ask yourself. Was I put here to fail? Did God bring me here to have me fall down somewhere and stay there? Was I put here to just come here, you know, live, work, pay bills and die? Is that, cause honestly, it's really, it really boils down to what you believe. Were you put here to fail? Only you can answer that question. Only you know the truth. And once you've answered it, live with the answer you've given yourself. Drop the mic. That's all I have to say. All right. Thank you for listening to She Runs the Show. The Focus Mindset Formula is an amazing program and I will be teaching it. There will be live sessions. If you love what you hear on She Runs the Show, I'm going to be group coaching every single week this way. Like drop the mic, get it together, handle your business. You're going to want to be a part of the new cohort that's coming up. Go to CassandraVaughn.com and find out more about the Focus Mindset Formula. In the meantime, work your business. You run the show, run it. Like, just go all out. Just be you. And if people complain and they get mad or they think, you know, you're not focusing on them, you're not focusing on them. Be okay with that. Tell them, listen, do you. I'm going to do me. This is what I want in 2018. All right, everybody. I will see you. Talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>